Well, welcome to the Journey Together podcast with Joshua and Anna Gresham. Hope you guys have been having a wonderful week. We have had an extremely full week. Full week. Our second son had his wisdom teeth out this week. All four cut out. And he looks like Bizarro. Do you remember Bizarro? No. Who's Bizarro? He's the opposite of Superman. He's Superman's like like square face looking guy. Wow. You remember what? Bizarro? No, no. I need no. to Google him I, so you can see Yeah, it. I do not know who Bizarro is. Uh, you know what I found in these full weeks where you uh, you kind of take it day by day, it definitely, life truly is a race, right? Right. And sometimes you walk, sometimes you run, but you're still essentially moving forward. And whenever I look at it like a race, then I take it as a challenge. Like, all right, I'm going to get through this day and then I'm going to rest and celebrate. And it helps me mentally. That's a great way to do it. Yeah. 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 Cause it's just, it's been one of those weeks. <laughs> um, but we're thrilled that you are with us and uh, however you are joining us, um, we're on all platforms, which is nice. Yeah, subscribe, like, share, all those good things. We want to get the word out because why? Because we are walking in purpose, so we know that there is purpose behind what we're saying, what we're doing, and we want to see breakthrough in your life. And we want to see opportunities present themselves yeah. in a greater measure. And so I know for a fact someone needs to hear this. Um, we've been praying and covering all of this in prayer, and so we know that God's given us a tool here. And having that tool, these microphones, this uh, capability, man, I'm telling you what, you know, if you said that we would set apart time to do podcasts, I would say not possible <laughs> because of how busy our life is at times. So it's been really cool to see how God just orchestrated it where we're here, we're doing it. And so I just know that God's hands on it. So I, And we're excited about it. Yeah. You, you know, whatever you're putting your hand to and that God's ministering to your heart, when you take that step of faith, God is not putting this stuff together for you to dread. Um, but there's an excitement and a passion and an encouragement. And our hope and prayer is that you're walking, as you're walking even with us on this journey, that there's something that sparks in your heart, even today, that gets you excited about your life the life you're living in Christ, where you realize God's doing something big in me. Yeah. And that's something for both of us uh, that we are, are really focusing in on this year, just how great God is and that 2024 is going to be our best year yet. But God's doing something big in us and his powers that work through us, not only in us for you and I individually, uh, but for our family and then our church, we pastor Trailhead Church. This is a part of what God has entrusted us with. So we're excited on every aspect and avenue of where he's taking us. And I hope that this stirs your heart, that you get super excited about what God's doing in your life too. Right. Uh, that's a choice. It is always a choice. Yeah. You know, okay, true confessions. Okay. Um, we've talked about I am a finder and you are a dreamer, uh, you can find as well. Sure. But dreaming, when you find, it's always from a place of like a good dream. I feel like, like when you're finding, it's always like puffy clouds and sunshine and really happy. Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay. When I find, there's good things, but it can also come from a place 
of uh, looking at the problem rather than the solution. And one thing that I've been working on is focusing in on the solution or recognizing that I don't always need to be finding something, even though that's a natural part of my personality. Because I've realized this year in 2024, one of the things that I'm celebrating and working on, uh, of course, is believing the best in others, but then also in our marriage, with our children, in our home, not finding everything that needs to be found. <laughs> and, I appreciate that. And, and I have been seeking after wisdom. Uh-huh on what that looks like in my life. Like, I feel like this is an area that I've said, okay, God, I want my eyes open to just enjoying life, but then also gathering wisdom, understanding, knowledge, really uh, focusing in on your best in every aspect. And that's a point of my growth. Uh, And that goes into a little bit about what we're going to talk about today. Correct. Which, get ready, buckle up. It's going to be good. <laughs> wow. Wow. Do you like that? We are talking about the importance of the good godly wisdom. The voices that you listen to, are they godly? Are they of this world? And I think we need to be really careful of those voices because a lot of people have a lot of things to say, and it's not always the best things. So we need to be uh, obviously in accordance to God's word aligned and knowing what the Holy Spirit is speaking to us, that whatever is the voice that's outside beyond the Holy Spirit, that it actually aligns with God's word. I've had a lot of voices in my life, you know, speak into me and speak against me and speak about me. The voice that, you know, I think my head always goes to is like my coaches in high school because, and obviously throughout my life. I've What'd a, you play? What'd you play? I played basketball and soccer, and I ran track, and um, I did play football. Football in middle school was extra special. My co- coach D'Agostine was my coach in in middle school, and those were some interesting times. Give us an example. I can't. Well, oh, that was that bad. Yes, you were in middle he school. He was the most foul mouth coach I've oh, ever heard. Yeah, in my that's life. terrible. Yes. Now I had a basketball coach that legit cussed us out all the time, and I was like. Hey, coach, you're a potty mouth, which he did not appreciate. <laughs> no, he didn't. But he knew I was the preacher's kid, and I just and I was one of those people that just said what I wanted to say. Hilarious. And uh, then I'm thinking, why are you cussing out a bunch of girls that are playing basketball <laughs> to motivate us? He was Bobby Knight. He, the- I don't know, I don't know what was going on, but it, but I didn't play my senior year. Yeah. Because I didn't like that voice. I will say that. <laughs> right. It, I, I, I knew I wasn't going to play in college. It wasn't worth it to me right. to be around someone that yeah. was not encouraging and lifting me up. And uh, it just it wasn't worth it. Right. I agree. The coach I had in high school, which was a great coach, as far as a great basketball coach, he um, had some tactics that were a little weird. Um, but he said a lot of life-given lessons that really helped me. Um, but... Those being life-given lessons, which are great, and I don't dismiss those, but the godly life lessons that I've received from others have been have far exceeded the value of yeah. some of those life lessons of just, you know, basically, don't be stupid. You know, that, the Your life coach, lesson, he was a Christian man? He was, and, and he was fantastic. He was a godly man? Yes. Yeah. And he was, he was a great 
And there was a lot of great things to take from what I learned. Give us an example um, of something that he taught you. With. <laughs> I'm tr- there was a I lot know of one different thing. Things. I don't know if it fits on this podcast. He said all kinds of interesting things. Yes. I don't know how far you want me to go with uh, some of the things. I mean, one of the things he brought us, all, all of us young men, into a room. And before basketball practice, he wanted to have a, a man-to-man heart conversation. And he said, real men don't play with their penis in the dark. PG-13, folks. Yes. So. Okay, let's, that's not. Uh, he's trying to help you guys. He was. To be holy. Yeah. And he was a blunt coach that said. Very blunt. Very blunt things. Yes. You have never forgotten that. Never. And we have all repeated it <laughs> 120 times uh, because, I mean, there was, there was truth to it. And then he was trying to direct us and to be good, godly, you know, young men. So I think that was, that was wonderful. There's a lot of value. So there's a lot of coaches that have taught me to just keep going, pursue it, don't quit, you know, all those types of things. And those are great moments because obviously even Paul himself tells us to run the race right. and to finish it strong. And there's a coaching aspect of what he's telling us, but he's talking it in the parallel of spiritual yeah. of being, don't give up. Things are going to be tough. Things are going to be hard. But obviously Jesus says, take heart. I've overcome these things. So we have to realize that God is for us. Who could be against us? And God wants to see us through to the very end. And yeah. You know, when I think about the word of God and, and listening to the right voice, of course, you are never going to miss it whenever you go to the word of God. And I look at Paul as a coach in my life. I look at these men and women uh, as a voice that I can glean from. Uh, And and the Holy Spirit, of course, is our, I mean, you guys, he teaches us. He guides us into all truth. He's our comforter, our advocate, our intercessor, our helper. And he comes alongside to encourage us, to empower us, uh, and to remind us who we are in Christ Jesus, but then to also uh, show us things to come so that we're ready for what God has for us. That's that's what uh, the right voice does. Yeah. There's a, a preparation that's going to take place, and whenever we think about the voices in our life, I guess my first question to ask you, are you number one going to the word of God and listening to the voice of God. Because how often do we ask someone else's opinion and we put their voice first and we've not even asked God what he has to say about it. Or we've not even gone to his word. And anytime before I get into the word of God, I ask the Holy Spirit for help. I say, Holy Spirit, I say this, illuminate the word of God in my heart, reveal to me a truth, help me in this situation, guide me to the right word. Because I need God's word. And then we know Jesus, he said that his sheep will hear his voice. Right. That we will follow after him. So our number one, above all, examine and evaluate where you're at. And are you just running to anybody? Are you just talking to to any old buddy? (laughs) You know, like, have you talked to God about your marriage? Have you talked to God about your children? Have you gone into the word? Have you taken time to listen to what the Lord is speaking and to hear his voice? And don't say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I have had to ask myself that and actually say, have you put your stupid phone down and all of your other distractions and things and just sat there and said, God, I need help. 
or I need a word, show me, yeah. lead me. Because if we've not done that, then we're not ready to hear from anyone else. That's sometimes we overcomplicate what this looks like. Right. And, you, and as you're saying it, you also want others, the voices that you do talk with, you would expect them to have the same relationship level. Yes. Right. 100. So my two closest yeah, I was friends. Say, who, who are you to go to? After so you've already talked to God, who do you after go After I've talked to God, and I have uh, two best friends that love God and they love me. And they also love you as a friend. If you're married, that voice, like let's say that you have an accountability partner, you've got someone close. If they don't equally honor your spouse, that's not a voice that should sow into you. Right. Okay. So both. You, sh- but let me say this. If you don't have those people in your life, you need to pray for those people in your life and be patient to allow God to reveal them into your life. Don't be forceful to make something happen when God's not orchestrating it. No, and these are people. So for me, when I began to pray that way, um, I said, God, one, I am believing you for friendships that that these women or this woman, whoever it is that God had, that they honor you, that they love you, that you're number one, okay, that they're in the word. These are people, listen, I'm not hooking up with anybody that's not in the word, that doesn't love and live for Jesus. And then that they would celebrate me the same way I could celebrate them. Yeah. Um, and that I knew I could go to them with real life things. I needed real people, okay, that were honest. And and I'm so thankful. I also, my mom is a voice. My dad, I've got, I'm thankful for godly parents that I can glean from uh, as well. I have other friends. I could name several because this is something that I prayed for, that that I've got women that I can go to and hook arms with and pray with that they have a godly voice, but they bear good fruit. The word of God tells us we're known by our fruit. This isn't, this isn't any old fruit. This is God. This is Holy Spirit led fruit. Okay. That you're going to find in Galatians chapter five. And if you were confiding and listening to people that are first not saved, um, you, I need you to be saved and baptized in the Holy Ghost that you're being led by the Spirit of God. Because in this world, there are many voices. You have the Spirit of the world and you have the Spirit of God. A specific thing I pray over our children is that their eyes are open, their ears are open to see what the Spirit of the world, who He is and what He says, to reject, to rebuke, to know that they live by the Spirit of God and that they're going to receive wisdom and understanding and knowledge from the Spirit of God, not the Spirit of the world. So this is, this is so valuable, not just for you. you got kids for your children. Yeah. Uh, because I don't want them listening to voices that are causing condemnation, death, you know, sickness, disease, that they're feeding off of, you know, being a victim in this life or sin, a sin conscious where you're just constantly thinking, well, this is just normal and who I am. No, 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 no. No, we are citizens of heaven. You are a son or daughter of the most high God. And we are going to listen and hear what the Holy Spirit has to say. So I'm not hooking up with anybody that's not serious, that this isn't serious business. Super funny. There's been times that I've called, um, uh, like I've called Sheila and going through something. Uh, and I've been like, Hey, okay. I, 
almost called you yesterday, but I knew if I called you yesterday, it was going to be more complaining rather than something good. <laughs> She's done the same with me. That's like smart. we've checked our heart to know I don't want to sow a bad word into her life. Like, Lord, work some things through me before we sit and have this conversation uh, because I want to bring glory to your name. You guys, there's always a point of growth within this, within our own heart. That's why you got to go to God first. Meaning before I even go to Sheila, I'm going to God first. And um, I'm sticking with Jesus so that when I get with her, it's an ironing. It's an, not ironing. <laughs> iron sharpening iron. Right. Type of a situation. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's it. I, I think too often... Um, all throughout the Bible, it talks about hearing. It all talk, it's always explaining the need to have an ear to hear the truth. So in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3, For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching, but they will follow their own desires and look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. They will reject the truth and chase after myths. And there's a warning for all of us that we have to really be careful of what we're listening to. And yeah. are you just trying to get your ears tickled or are you really willing to change the things that need to be changed to desire after the things of God? That, that's what's most important. So like having those people surround you that are, are sound mind, bearing fruit, that are anchored in faith, man, that's like the best right. thing Do ever. you actually want to grow? Okay. Before you and I started dating, uh, I had already graduated from Bible college. I was full-time ministry. And whenever I went, I, I went to Rayma Bible College in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Denise Burns, one of my instructors, instructors she was pastor. She's a pastor there. Uh, she really poured into me just solid truth. She, she bears good fruit in her life, a godly woman, very thankful for her and what she's poured into me. Well, at that time, I'd gone back home, lonely, dating some people I should not have been dating out of loneliness. Okay. okay? Yeah. Sure. I, that's a great point. Why? So define loneliness. Define loneliness. I felt that if I, I felt like I, I was going to miss an opportunity uh, like I like I was just never going to get married. Like it was one of those moments where. So then, what was happening? You were forcing had, it yourself. I would, right? Yes, yes, yeah. and compromise, right. um, and listening to the wrong voice. I needed to hear from someone that was going to speak truth into my life, that that I received from. Meh. So went back to Oklahoma to visit a friend, and decided to visit Denise uh, at Rama. So I told her what was going on, where I was at in life, and you know the, what it was taking place. And she goes, I, I, I will never forget it. She looked at me and she goes, what are you doing? Why are you wasting time when you know better and God has something greater for you? So there was a correction. She called it out, but then right. she spoke life into me and then encouraged me to make the right choice. And I, and I had a moment, like a wake-up call where I go, you're right. Like, what am I doing? I'm wasting time right now. I've been believing God for my future spouse. I'd been believing God and speaking over these things. And I had out of a place from your flesh... 
Because often when we need wise counsel, our flesh rises up and tries to combat against our spirit man because your flesh wants to win. Yeah. So we've got to then kick our flesh under, realize our spirit man's stronger, uh, well, build our spirit man up with the word of God and wise counsel, and then make a decision. I had a choice then to listen to that wise counsel or to just still be stupid and date who, you know. Them losers. All right. So <laughs> then I made some tough decisions. Uh, and out of that, you and I were friends at the time, but yeah. I think we started dating like three weeks later. It was super fast. Maybe. I, th- I mean, it was pretty fast after that. Yeah. And we've been married for 20 years this June, so it worked out. <laughs> it's worked out well. Good godly wisdom. <laughs> Thanks, Denise. <laughs> but I'm, I'm thankful. I am thankful for wise counsel. And I'm thankful that God will have it in moments when you need to hear it if you're willing to listen. So what advice would you give someone who's seeking out, like, they, who would they go to? You're going to go to someone that you know bears good fruit through the word of God. Give me examples, though, of who that would be possibly in someone's life. All right. Uh, a pastor that you have a, a you know, just a, fr- a relationship that you honor them. This is someone that you honor, yeah. that you have seen God work in their life. These aren't perfect people. We're not looking for perfect people. We're looking for people that are surrendered, people that say yes to the Lord. I like to look through the word of God and, uh, you know, look at people that their lives, that they made a decision where they said yes when God chose them. So then in this day, I'm also looking for those same people, people that have said yes to the Lord, that are faithful. I am also not going to someone that's not faithful in church that isn't serving in their local church, okay? I'm also not going to someone who's not a tither or a giver because they've not put God first as number one in their life over every area. So I have some criteria here, but it's all according to the word of God that I know you are bearing good fruit in every aspect of your life, full surrender. Now, I've been thankful that my parents were my pastors. Um, I'm super thankful for their wisdom. But even then, I've had many seasons where I've had to pray out, all right, God, who can I go to and talk to, you know? And you know what's cool? When you pray and ask God for that, he's going to send people. You just have to be willing to step in and receive it, Mm -hmm. you know? A godly friend, maybe you're in a small group, and you've got a brother or sister in the Lord that you realize, man, I connect with them. It's just by the Spirit of God that the Lord puts people together. Uh, your spouse, okay, should be your best friend that you can sit and talk through. You're like, ah, not yet. Let's believe God together that that's going to grow. And you can actually sit down and talk about um, serious things in your life with your spouse, you know? Yeah. And... I just, my prayer for you is the Lord's going to help you to see that, that that blind is removed and you're going to be able to see and find those people. Uh, many of you, if you serve in church and maybe you work in children's ministry, you've got, you know, a pastor you work with there. You've got a leader, someone that you know, someone that uh, even a grandparent or an aunt or an uncle that, you know, has served the Lord. Like, don't limit God on who these people could be. 
I've got an aunt, my aunt Kathy, I love her dearly. And she has three boys and a, a, a girl. They're all grown up now. But I remember when my children, when our children were little, and I was going through some things, I called her up and I was like, because I knew she was a praying mama. Yeah. And I said, Aunt Kathy, I need some wisdom on how to pray for these kids. She said, first you pray against the spirit of rebellion because there's a rebellious spirit in this world that tries to rise up on our children. You take authority over it. Hmm. And, and this was a woman that would do whatever it took to see her children hear the voice of God. Okay. So I knew, and she's a giver, she's generous, she loves God. And I thought, Hey, that bore witness in my spirit. Yeah. And I still pray that today. In first Timothy chapter four, so not second Timothy, but in first Timothy chapter four, um, it's important that you, you, you can start in verse one and go down the whole, I mean, obviously the entire chapter, but the first few verses here, it talks about uh, the importance of, of not following deceptive spirits and teachings that can come from demons. And then these people are hypocrites, they're liars, they're obviously people that are going to take you down the wrong path. In verse 6, it says, If you explain these things to the brothers and sisters, Timothy, you will be a worthy servant of Christ Jesus, one who is nourished by the message of faith and the good teaching you have followed. What would you say for those people that, um, I think there's a warning in this, that those people that are not following or bearing good fruit, but yet they feel like their experience has given them the ability to speak to others. What kind of a, I mean, what's your warning on that? That's a great question. Each person should examine their own heart that daily we are dying to self and taking up the cross of Jesus Christ, okay? that he is the author and the finisher of our faith and that we're looking to him. When we become wise in our own eyes and pride is involved, mm. uh, I, my advice to anyone, myself included, is I, I don't ever want to be wise in my own sight, that I want a heavenly wisdom and an understanding. And it's going to come from a place of God examine me first because I want to be used. I want to be someone that people can come to. Not short. We, we experience life. But if you're not experiencing it with Jesus, then you can give people advice and whatever. But if it's not founded upon the truth of God's word, woe to you, right? Because we see the Pharisees trying to give advice. We see people every day trying to give advice. Right. And my prayer is that you and I and each one of us in this time of examination, if there's any wicked way, if there's any anxieties, if there's anything that would be a hindrance that is not fearing God first, God reveal that to us, Yeah, that we, we are humble before the Lord and that our eyes are open to see. Um, so I've, I was given a devotional um, by a dear friend, Miss Antoinette, here at the church. And it's a 365-day devotional. This is hysterical. It made me laugh so hard. And I didn't realize when she first gave it to me, and I was, I was needing a new devotional. Like I'd, my last one I'd read several years in a row, and I love it. But this entire devotional, 365 days, is only out of the book of Proverbs. Oh, gosh. You're kidding me. No, no, no. Yeah. So 
for 365 days. It's just the book of Proverbs. Wow. That's how, and I love words and I love the word of God, but I called her up and I said, Antoinette, I absolutely love this devotional. And I love that the book of Proverbs is giving me enough wisdom for 365 days (laughs) and more, but that's how valuable, (laughs) that's how valuable that God tells us to seek after wisdom in the fear of the Lord. You hear people reading a chapter out of the book of Proverbs every day, right? Mm-hmm. 31 days, 31 right. Proverbs, which is amazing. But I want us to go deeper of like, okay, God, what do you really have? Yeah. Like this is everything, not just for me, for my children, for my family and this voice, so that in seeking after wisdom and, and hearing the right voice, you, you realize this is a two-way street that God will send people to pour into your life, but then you're also supposed, freely you've received, you freely given to others. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But it, it was hysterical because I'm, I, and I've loved the devotional. Um, it's just, it's, it's good. Yeah. There's so much wisdom in the Bible. We shouldn't neglect that. That's why it, I, my question to you earlier was, I think all too often when people are presented a question from someone seeking answers about something, I think we need to be slower to respond. Oh, right. Slow to speak. And the reason is, is because sometimes we just are like, uh, yeah, let me tell you what I think. Whoa. Or this is what I did. Right. Rather than let's get into the word of God. Yes. Let's pray. You may not be their voice and you need to be careful because if they listen to you and they, and they do something and it is not accurate, then there are repercussions to this. That's good. So that's why I say be careful because I I see what Paul is writing to Timothy in chapter four there, that there's like, you you want people to, to be fed from the things you're teaching them, the good stuff, and you're being a good steward of this. If you tell them that what he's saying is if you tell them the right stuff, which is the godly wisdom, the Proverbs wisdom, you give them the right stuff. So if you don't have the right stuff, then your best bet is to just stay quiet and you not be that voice for them or you just point them to the word or you point them to someone who may have good godly wisdom. And as you pointed out, which is so true, is that we got to be careful that we walk in and being humble that we just don't have all the answers and not that we well, should. Well, I did this. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Right. Nobody wants to hear that all the time, you know? No, right. Nobody to have every answer. So that's why I appreciate some of the people in my life that I go to. They sometimes they'll go, you know, I just don't know. I just don't know. Let's just, you know, and they'll say, really just gotta cover that in prayer and God will reveal that to you. And I appreciate their their transparency, vulnerability, all those different words. Well, and just being honest. Yeah, just being honest. I don't really have an answer for you. Because if you did give somebody the answer every single time, that's that's alarming. But I, the godly wisdom of that comes from anyone, and if it's true godly wisdom, you said it is it, it's going to resonate in your in your own spirit. Or like it this will is bring it. a peace. Yes, it will line up with the word of God, and it's going to bear good fruit in your life when you abide in the vine. And you ask and you go and you ask in the name of Jesus. He says you bear good fruit. Okay, that's a part of this. I love, you know, in James chapter one, 
I've got to say the scripture, verse five, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that any man suppose he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in his ways. You know, we go on to continue, and you can read throughout James where he talks about um, heavenly wisdom, but versus demonic wisdom, because once again, you have the spirit of Christ, you've got, that bears good fruit compared to the spirit of the world. I don't want earthly wisdom. I want heavenly wisdom from the throne of God. Right. That is going to look totally, we're in this world, we're not of this world. It's going to look totally different. Daniel, the first chapter, I was thinking about this. Daniel and his three friends, whenever they were instructed, uh, you know, to eat all the, the rich foods and all of the wonderful things at the king's table, God had spoken to them at a heavenly wisdom that did not look like this world. Mm -hmm. And this was for this particular, you know, instance in their lives. And they had to make a choice. I like that they, they came together because they knew God, you have something greater. You know, they had to encourage and support one another in this, Mm -hmm. you know, during that time they had to, I mean, and even throughout it, they had voices they could listen to. They had to know that they knew that the Lord had spoken into this heart and they were going to do this no matter what. And what came out of their obedience, um, and Daniel even said to the steward, who he was the chief of the eunuchs, he said, please test your servants for 10 days. Let them give us vegetables to eat and water to drink. Uh, and then verse 15, and at the end of the 10 days, their features appeared better and fatter in flesh than all the young men who ate the portion of the king's delicacies. Verse 17, and for these four young men, God gave them knowledge and skill in all literature and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Verse 19, the king interviewed them and among them all None was found like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore, they served before the king. And in all matters of wisdom and understanding about which the king examined them, he found them 10 times better than all the magicians and astrologers who were in his realm. Thus, Daniel continued. Then if you read Daniel's life, Daniel was a a man who constantly prayed and sought after heavenly wisdom. Right. And it looked different than this world. And he brought people alongside of him. People were picking from his fruit. Because he knew his source. It's a beautiful picture. Even, you know, the four friends who took their friend to Jesus through the roof. Right. uh, In the Gospels. They're going to take you to Jesus. (laughs) Good, godly wisdom. (laughs) People that, that you should be listening to are going to take you to Jesus. And there's good fruit. There's a continuation that even in the middle, even Daniel in the lion's den, he had heavenly wisdom. And it was a testimony to the king. Right, And then God set him on high. You guys, it's going to look different than this world, and we've got to be okay with that. Right? Correct. All kinds of wisdom right. through the word and examples. Yeah. So I just I was reminded of this where Jesus talks. He talks about it in Matthew 24, but in, but in Luke chapter 21, the end times, and uh, he begins to talk about it. And he uses the words being misled, that um, don't let anyone mislead you. You know, that's so important. And that's why the voices that you listen to 
are not just, well, whatever. And that you Googling answers, just, you know, happen chance following this or following that, or you just kind of whatever, listen to certain things, or you, you read something, you got to be so careful. But he's talking about the coming um, Antichrist. But what I love is, is if you skip down to verse 15, to Luke chapter 21, verse 15, for I will give you the right words and such wisdom that none of your opponents will be able to reply or refute you. That's key right there. So you yourself, if you're looking for good godly wisdom, that's you need to be seeking after God for your own self, for the right words to speak. So when someone comes to you, that these are words that are uplifting, that people can feed off of. But then in turn, when you are seeking good godly wisdom, when you're seeking out truth and from people that you can trust that are fruit bearers, then this is where you need to pay attention of, am I growing from this? Are they people that they speak love and truth, they, they actually operate this in their own life consistently, and that they're, they, I think the, the one thing is hard because not everybody's going to be so open and revealing to you that has a good godly word for you, but if you can see their, the inner workings of who they are, that they're real all the time, everywhere you see them, that everywhere they go, that, I mean, that should speak volumes to you. They practice what they preach. I also, if I see um, people that have raised godly kids and I, I want to know, I want to listen to them, okay? I want to know what they're doing. Pastors, you and I have talked about this, being pastors, uh, you know, we pastor Trail at Church here in Graham, North Carolina, Pastors that have stood the test of time and haven't quit. Yeah. We honor them, but we want to hear what they have to say. We yeah. want to glean from their wisdom. Oh, what's that one pastor? Uh, you were at a wedding and the older gentleman. Yeah, he, he kept he kept hovering around me and I just couldn't figure out why. So then finally I was like, Hey, you want to tell me something? I said, What is something that I need to know as a young minister? And he said, Grace. And he didn't tear up, but it was almost like there was a depth to him saying grace, which we've all heard before the word grace, but his definition was, they just don't know. People don't know. And he knew looking at me, the hurt, I mean, the hurt, the level of hurt that we have experienced being pastors from people and the, and being in the, in the ministry. Um, it's hard. It's not just an easy walk. And so unfortunately, um, there's tough times. But leaning in on that particular word, the way that he described it has always been beneficial for me. Yeah. So grace. And um, to give them grace. They don't know. They, they, it's, it's Jesus on the cross. Lord, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Oh, yeah. That's basically where it was coming from. And so I have leaned in on that so often to realize that... Um, you know, no one's perfect, neither am I, and to walk in forgiveness and and walk in a level of, and, I, and again, I'm 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 not one of it's not a pride thing, but to to take the high road, to take a step up to realize, hey, you know what, God's called me to be better than this, to not be. There's a greater love. There is to walk <laughs> in a greater, a greater love. love. Right, it's a better way to put it. So yeah, but I think. 
for us in per- personally, we have prayed. So for you that are waiting for a voice, you're waiting for good godly wisdom, you, you are yearning for someone to speak life into you, and you maybe not know where to go. This is where you pray that God, you, that God will send someone into your life that you can trust, that they love you, and that they care for you. They don't want to take advantage of you. There's not some hidden motive. So you pray for those people in your life. You pray for them to show up, and they're, they're, they have... They have anchors that are solid. They're grounded. You, they have truth when they speak. They have experience through the godly wisdom experience. They have this before them. That is who you go to. Those are the people that you pray for. And um, they have a track record that shows that they have leaned on God. I love what you said. The friends who brought their the, the lame man to Jesus, they bring them to Jesus. Whatever the problem is, they bring you to Jesus. So if they want to start with prayer and end with prayer, those are the people you Let's go to. Let's do it. If they're the people yeah. that you can, that's your test. If you go to someone, you say, hey, I need some wisdom. And they go, okay, let me, th- yeah, what's, what is it? And then they just tell it. And then it's like, mm. no, we're going to pray. About Did they start priest. with prayer? Did they end with prayer? Did they give you some scripture? Did they point you to Jesus? That's the good voices you need to listen to. Because the, the warning, the Antichrist, even though, yeah, there's going to be an Antichrist, Jesus is pointing here in Luke chapter 21 and in Matthew chapter 24, and obviously through the book of Revelation, that that Antichrist is someone who can takes you off the path you're supposed to be on that will mislead you. So anyone can be a form of Antichrist. Right, the spirit of Antichrist that's trying to come in in that spirit of the world and rebellion. mislead you. Yeah. And, they, and, and sometimes... It's, they didn't do it on purpose, but they didn't have enough wisdom to realize, hey, I need to keep my mouth shut and not say anything about this because I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm basically just giving you advice because, well, you asked, and that doesn't mean it's good advice. Yeah. So, so you need to be really careful. I also want to ask the question, uh, this is something I have to ask myself, especially since I'm a talker, uh, are you listening The word of God says, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Let him hear what? What the word of God is speaking, the works of Jesus Christ. Faith comes by hearing, right? Yeah. Hearing by the works of Christ, the word of God. Are you listening? Are you listening when you're at church every time you're there? Do you have spiritual ears to hear what God is speaking? And are you willing to be intentional to write it out and to follow it through and living as a doer of the word of God? I want to grow as a listener when I'm surrounded by people that I need to glean from. That's something that I'm personally growing in and is a part of what I want to grow in. Um, That Lord help me, I want to listen and not always feel like I have something to say. People that always feel like they have something to say probably shouldn't be saying it. So this is where we've got to recognize we want to grow as listeners in the kingdom of God. Uh, yeah, to wrap this up, I'll, I'll leave it with this quote. And this was from a wise man who said, I know what I know. I want to know what you know. And so to be willing to listen yeah. and to not be so quick to speak, that's important. You know, whenever Satan tempted Jesus, I uh, hear Jesus been fasting and praying for 40 days. He's coming out of this and... And many of you, you probably were still the beginning of the new year coming off of a 21-day fast or walking through this. And uh, Jesus is filled with the Holy Spirit, um, filled with power, getting ready to go into his ministry. We're so thankful. And 
whenever Satan's tempting him, I love verse four. I go back to this verse often in Luke chapter four, verse four. Jesus answered him saying, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. That our lives, we are to live by every word of God, that you're going to be tempted. You're going to go through challenging things. Um, there's going to be seasons where your flesh is trying to rise up or you're walking through where you're like, God, I, I do not know what to do here. We are going to get back into the word of God. Go to the book of Proverbs, glean from God's word. There's so much wonderful truth. God has a word for wherever you're at, whatever season you're in. But then also, as you're walking through this, you're going to hook arms with someone and have someone believe God with you. I'm thankful that I can believe God with you. Right. You know, I'm thankful that our prayer is that we're teaching our children that they go to God, that there's godly wisdom and that they see a difference in earthly wisdom, com- you know, compared to heavenly wisdom. Um, but I want to have that difference as well Yeah. and know that God's got something far greater. His thoughts are higher. His ways are greater, far greater than anything I could hope or imagine for myself. And that when he speaks, I'm listening and I'm going to do it. Yeah. That's good. You know, I want to I want to follow through uh, with what God's saying. This past week, you know, you and I, we are wanting to be more consistent in our health, seeking after wisdom and guidance on what this looks like. Well, when He gives it to you, you're still you still got to do it. Yeah, you got to be a doer of His word, and you've got to say, God, I'm fully committed. But you're not. This isn't in your strength. This is in God's strength. You're not doing this alone. Um, and you know, you think of Jesus coming out of there. Physically, 40 days, but he was full of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. He was full of power. He knew the word and spoke the word and had wisdom from God. He himself had to do this and seek after this, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if he had to do it, we have to do it. Right. Agreed. Just what it is. Yeah. Um, and it's a good thing to do. And I pray that we all are growing in wisdom as we seek after God and we hook, hook and, you know, line together. And from that is going to be this beautiful fruitfulness in our lives. Right. So again, pay attention, the voices that you're listening to and seek after the godly wisdom that God wants you to have. He's not hiding this from you. So he's just looking for those that are diligently seeking after him. So make it happen. All right. Hey, subscribe, send this to someone this week, man, share this with someone who's needing and believing for a good godly voice. We're going to hook up in prayer with you guys. We want to see you walking in the abundance. So make it happen, all right? Hey, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. We love you guys. Bye. Have a great week.